Muy buenas noches. Welcome, everybody, to tonight's Philly, Phillies. We're not there yet. Union match recap as the Philadelphia complete their midweek match against Atlanta, getting another big victory. Not a 6 nothing, a 7 nothing, absolute trouncing like we've seen in the past, Subaru Park, but this is a 4-1 victory. This was a solid one, and I'll tell you why I'm actually happy with this one. We're at the point of the season. Today's literally the last day of August. We're getting closer to the end of the season. And the Eastern Conference is as tight as it's ever been. You literally look at the final couple spots. It's like literally separated by four points, essentially. And you have an Atlanta United side that are still pressing for playoffs. And there's still a hope for Atlanta to make the playoffs. And so you had an Atlanta side coming into Chester who were hungry, who were looking to play with intensity and make their mark and not look at Philly and say, F, we're, this is a really good soccer team. No, they came in here. They Delphi Union in this one just add a little bit more and were able to muster uh, a little bit more effort. And uh, they were just a little bit too much for Atlanta and Philadelphia way with a 4-1 big victory. The attack was spectacular. We'll talk about the defense, not the perfect game, but I definitely felt like they ended it the right way. And you had a homegrown goal. And that's always a great uh, a night as well. But I want to welcome everyone to the Philadelphia Union match recap. Of course, I'm your host, El Parcero Philly. I want to welcome Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and, of course, TikTok in tonight's match recap. Uh, if you guys are fans of the Union, fans of the MLS, fans of soccer in general, right now we have both YouTube and TikTok's comment sections open. If you guys have any thoughts on tonight's match, thoughts on the Union, thoughts on the MLS or soccer in general, keep throwing those comments, questions, concerns in both of those comment sections, and we will read those as the night goes on. If you want to give us your two cents about tonight's match, would love to have you guys on. You guys are more than welcome to come on in. Definitely come come in with that link that's in the comment section on YouTube right now. Copy and paste that bad boy. Backstage is open. Come and hang out, and we'll get you guys coming in in just a little bit. A quick reminder that tonight's Union Match Recap is sponsored by Lots Rain Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand-new watch, consider checking out Lots Rain Watches. High-quality watches at a bargain price. Right now, when you use my promo code Parcero Philly at the checkout page, you'll receive 10% off. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, 10% off of your purchase of a lot of watch. So go ahead and check them out and make sure you guys use my promo code. What's up, TikTok? What's happening, guys? Guys, keep tapping that screen away. Let's get some more soccer fans in the building. And uh, uh, let's have a great tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what's up, Margie? How we feeling? <laughs> Margie, welcome to, first off, welcome to uh, the platform. Uh, this is the Uni Match Recap. So pretty much what we do here, we talk Philadelphia sports. So uh, the main five professional sports teams in Philadelphia, that is the Philadelphia Union, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Philadelphia Phillies, the Philadelphia Six, 76ers, and the Philadelphia Fires. Uh, so we pretty much, we report on every team. So after every game, essentially, we come on live. We're right now live on TikTok, as you can tell. We're also live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and we're talking about the game. The game just ended. The Union won 4-1 to against Atlanta United. So, you know, this is a place for Philly sports fans. If you watched the match, definitely throw your input. If you're a fan of the sport, definitely put your input. But we will welcome all. This is a very inclusive environment. Um, I wish I was playing video games right now. I actually do wish I was playing. I'm not much of a, of a video game person. I don't really don't stream video games. I wish I did. I really give kudos to a lot of those people. But that's just not what we do. But I appreciate you coming in here, Mar uh, Margier. Margier, I like that. Okay, very nice. Oh, my God. Okay. Kanji Cat with a hot take. 
Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Kanji Cat, arguably best Philly team of my, my 34 years if they can close it out. Man, we're going to have to talk about that one day, Kanji Cat. Um, is the Well, first off, like you just mentioned, the Philadelphia Union have to win something. But if I look at Philly sports as a whole and I look at the best team in Philly sports, I mean, obviously those 70 Flyers definitely have to be in that category. It's kind of tough for me to put the 2017 Birds because um, I don't think that that was the best version of the Birds. That was just a, a team with a whole lot of heart. Um, the Sixers... It's kind of tough. Maybe the 83 team, that 83 team is very much slept on. There was a lot of generational players on that team, and it was very, very special. And they beat a very special team, the Los Angeles Lakers. So it'd be it'd be a great topic conversation. We might have to do that one of these days, Kanji Kai. You gave me some good good ideas. Uh Chan Wolf, that's a hot take as well. Serena Williams is built different. That's a, that's a hot take. <laughs> glue is food is, is looking for some attention. What's up, glue food food? Hope you ever I hope you're having a great night. Uh I have not, Kanji Cat. I have not. What's up, Elijah? How you feeling? What's going on? Uh left the soup. Place was packed for a Wednesday. Dude, I'll say this. It definitely looking from T from obviously the TV, it looked like it was pretty packed. I mean, for a Wednesday night game, considering all the circumstances, I really hope that. My advice earlier today during the preview helped you guys out. I don't know what that traffic was like on, like on 70 or on 95, uh, but I hope you guys beat it. I hope you guys got to the match on time. But it's, it's really good to see. Like I said, it's always tough to sell out those Wednesday night uh, matches, although the hot dollar dog night shouldn't entice any type of sports fan. I don't care if you like the sport or not. I mean, there's people who don't like baseball and will head to those dollar dog nights down at CBP because it's hot, hot dogs. It's glizzies for a dollar. Do you know how much Glizzy's cost these days? <laughs> uh, Peter B., thank you so much for that update. NYCFC just lost to D.C. United. Can, it, did Wayne Rooney just turn around NYCFC? We shall see. But let's get to our match, shall we? Uh, enough, of, enough of New York, enough of Washington, D.C. Let's get to our match. So heading into this match, of course, the topic of conversation was not if the union would win. It was how many goals would they win by? It is clear that at home in the soup, this is a different team. They are clearly unstoppable. They feed off the crowd. They play at a different level, and they don't. They haven't lost this year at the soup. They've drawn, but they haven't lost. And as of late, it just seems like they're winning by a margin of six goals. So it was about how many goals that they would score, especially against the Atlanta United side, who still fighting, um, but definitely injuries have really affected them and. We'll talk about that in just a little bit as well, but that's really what we were trying to see. Now, as far as the lineups go here for the Union, Jim stuck to his usual starting eleven. He stuck to the, he stuck stuck to his guns. Andre Blake and goal. Wagner, Elliott, Glasses, and Bizos your back line. Your diamond a flock at the left. And Brujo in the six. Ali at the right. Daniel Gazak at the tip of the diamond with Mikel. Ua. Sorry, let's get this correct, guys. Michael Ua and Julian Caranza as your two forwards here. Now, to start this off, it was very interesting. Atlanta United's game plan, it really seemed like they wanted to bring some of that high press. The Union were definitely trying to build from the back, um, and Atlanta definitely did a good job of, of essentially pressing us. However, we did catch them uh, slipping just a tad bit. In the 18th minute, this is when the goal scoring would start. Julian Caranza off of a corner kick. I'm sorry, no, no, I'm sorry. This one 
Julian Carranza would find the ball at the right side of the 18, and he would just take a lucky slow shot, and it got past everyone. And poor Rios Novos, we, we talked about him in the preview. It would be a very tough job for him who's been struggling in his first year as a starter with Brad Guzan's injury. Um, and, and Carranza's low shot would find the back of the net. Rios Novos would stretch, but did not stretch long long enough. And that would give the old Dupinier old onion back as it was one to nothing, 18 minutes into this match. However, I think the union kind of eased up a little bit and maybe thought that, all right, we got the second goal. Maybe a little bit too calm. Maybe a little bit too cocky. I don't know. But on the 24th minute off of a bad turnover in the zone, again, in their in their own zone, again, Atlanta bringing the high press. Ellie trying to hit a long pass to, to Jakob Glazes near the sideline. It gets it goes past him, and then Atlanta United would regain possession in our zone um, and just <clears throat> off of a uh, – a lot. This was a tough save by Andre Blake by a, after a long shot. But I believe it was from uh, Almada. But um, Andre Blake, big save, and who else? But Andrew freaking Gutman comes out of nowhere. Gutman is a center back. He's all the way up in the zone, and he gets the rebound from Andre Blake, and he puts it past him. And it's now a tied up match, one to one, and things have definitely changed. Now the Union are back to pressing and back to attacking soccer, and they're just looking for that second goal, and the game plan may have changed just a little bit. And it was very, very interesting for about, let's say, 40 minutes uh, of this match. The Union, however, got to what, in my opinion, is the big momentum shift right before halftime. Michael Ua would get his, uh, what was it, his his eighth goal of the season? I'll have to double-check there. He's close to double digits, though, but he would get a goal. This one was off of a corner kick, and Mikel Ua did a great job, was left unscathed. Again, near the similar spot where Carranza got his goal earlier in that half, and he gets the ball, hits the ball perfectly on the outside of his boot, directs it right to the left side of the net. It takes a little bit of a deflection off of Sosa, and it goes right past Rio Novos, and it's a 2-1 game heading into halftime. That is huge, ladies and gentlemen. Because now the, the match is completely different. If it was a 1-1 draw, you give Atlanta United an opportunity. Some You give them some confidence going into halftime. Like, all right, it's a 1-1 match. We didn't think we would be in this situation, but let's go for the dub. But it was a different story because now Atlanta's down in goal, and now they're back to pressure, pressuring, and the Philadelphia Union, that's what they kind of thrive on, essentially. 67th minute, we push it back. Uh, we, we get it back to that spot. Uh, Daniel freaking Gazdak in the 67th minute would get himself his another goal to tack on to the many goals that he has. And this is one where I believe it was Leon Flock and it was Rios Novos and Brooks Lennon all go for the ball. And Daniel Gazdak finds a deflection and it literally couldn't be gifted to him any better. Finds him right in front of the net. And all Daniel Gazdak has to do is just tap it in tap 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 it in and that would give him his uh get him the third goal give him his 17th goal of the season and that would be the difference in the 95th minute with nathan harrell coming on late in that second half he would get the final goal um in injury time it was a great job of nathan harrell just drifting in as paxton aronson took the ball out wide crossed it in 
uh, Nathan Harriel took a shot, was blocked, grabbed his rebound, and then just off his outside of his boot, boot buried it in the right side of the net. And I just love just the jubilation of everyone just corralling Nathan Harriel. Everyone's just so excited, so static. They all know how hard he's been working. They obviously realize that he kind of lost his starting job. But in that moment, it really painted a clear picture. This team is the definition of a team. When I look at how Atlanta kind of built their rise when they were the Atlanta United that were winning championships and a dominant club in this in this league, they built it off of players with prowess in their respective countries, and there was some star power. This team, this union team, may not have the household names, not even in this damn league, to say the least, but they are a talented bunch. They're a bunch of guys with chips on their shoulders that everyone kind of wrote off, essentially. But they play as a team, and that's the most important part. A guy like Nathan Harriel, who got relegated to the bench again by, by Olivier Baiza, gets a goal. Every single person is celebrating Nathan Harriel's goal. And that, to me, exemplified what makes his team so good. They Yes, they are elite at the goalkeeper position. Yes, they're elite at the back line. Yes, they're elite at the midfield. Yes, they're elite at the forward position. But more importantly, they play as a complete unit. You know what I really loved about this match? Is the fact that the union were tested here tonight. Atlanta was desperate. Atlanta's fighting for playoffs. And they came in in the beginning of this match with some intensity. And the union had to respond back. And that they did. They responded back. Did the back line have their best match? No, they did not have their best match. There were some mistakes made by these guys, but they bounced back and they had a really good second half. Now, I do think they need to, they definitely need to shore that up because not everyone's going to be Atlanta United, right? And there's been matches this season where they kind of just are, are, are faltering a little bit. They're not as sharp as they usually are. They're not clearing the ball the way they should be. They get beat by certain forwards. But I definitely give kudos because they shored it up. And that's going to happen. You're going to play against a lot of clubs for the rest of the season who are going to be hungry and who are going to be looking for some wins as we get close to the playoff times. Teams are fighting for playoffs. Teams are fighting for pride. You're going to be facing off against some clubs who may want to play some spoiler. So for the union, it's important to match that intensity. And it was a little bit surprising because they are at home. And typically when they are at home, they usually have that energy, but they definitely found a way to get the job done. Um, speaking of the right back position, what I'm about to say is not, I'm not trying to stir anything up. I'm not trying to say that there needs to be a shift in the, in the starting 11, but Olivier and Baizo got exposed a little bit here tonight. And it's the reason why he got benched earlier in the year. He's still a defensive liability. He's had more of an opportunity to get up high and, and defend, and he hasn't really been exposed too much defensively. There has been, there's been some matches as of late. We, we've talked about it here on these recaps and these preview shows. But I do get worried, like, what happens if there is that dangerous winger? And there are still some of those in the league, especially when you get into the playoffs. Are they going to expose Olivier Baizo again? Um, Wiley, Wiley, his his run in the second half where he split Baizo and Ali. Ali literally just came over just to help Baizo out. And Baizo got, got put on the blender. It's a, it's definitely still a concern of mine. It's not me saying 
that we got to go back to Harriel because that's, that's I don't think that it and Baizu's still playing well. I don't think that he's warranted a benching again, but it's still a concern. I mean, he's gotten benched. I, I just think at this point it is what it is. And Baizu's just a really good attacking fullback, but he lacks that, and that's a difference. And that was to me one of the the main problems, um, to say the least. We keep talking about this attack, and obviously Caranza and, and Gazdag are getting most of the goals, and we kind of do sleep on Michael Ua. Um, he's obviously listen. He he's not putting up the same production as Gazdag and as Ua, but or as as Caranza. But I, I kind of really wanted to look in depth um, with his play in this match, and what I notice is he's a physical specimen. And he provides this attack with a guy who, number one, has got a big body who can move like, like a, a small speedy forward. He's got great technical ability, and he, he's got great awareness. He knows where to move and where to be and open things up for others. If you watch it very closely, Michael Uwa does a lot for this attack that they've never had, never had. So far, he's got 10 goals on the season. He just reached double digits tonight. I still think that there is more for Uwa to expand on, but I think that he is as equally as important to this attack because of the small off-the-ball things that he does that we are not realizing and recognizing. He also has six assists on, six assists on the season. He's got great chemistry with Karansan and Gazag as well. I think the goals will come. But I think what he's doing is so important for this team. And it's why they're so successful right now, especially on the attack. And I think it's something that you guys definitely should should keep an eye out for um, for for the rest of the season. And I, I, I thought everyone had a solid performance. I, I I think in the in the first half, I think it was an intense match between Atlanta and Philly. But I think things kind of turned for the better for Philadelphia. I really felt like a lot of people had a great match. I loved. Oh my God, the second half. El Brujo Martinez doing El Brujo Martinez things. Got getting under the skin of Dom Dwyer. Yo, Dom Dwyer is a bum. A straight up bum. And it's clear he has some anger issues. I don't know if he needs to see someone. Like, no, like I'm being dead serious. Like someone who takes mental health seriously. Like, I think Dom Dwyer needs to see somebody. I'm not going to speculate on what happened with his marriage with Cindy LaRue. But when I watch him, he looks like a mess. You know, his implosion when he was a member of Orlando in, in Atlanta, when he's freaking destroying the bench. You know, El Brujo Martinez knew to get under his skin, and he did. He did get a card, which it's like, come on, Brujo. How many yellow cards can you get? His, he's going to break the se single-season record for yellow cards. Like, I swear to God. But I I, I do love that. I, it's so much fun. I'm literally shit like, babe, listen, you want some tea? Here's some tea right here. Here's the real tea. El Brujo Martinez is about to make Don Dwyer punch him. <laughs> You got Andre Blake running all the way to the middle of the pitch, trying to calm down El Brujo, trying to get Almada out of his face. You got Ali Bedoya coming up to him in Spanish, like, Cogelo tranquilo, papá. Te va a dar otra tarjeta. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty fun. That's why, that's why you love El Brujo Martinez, man. He provides just, just shithousery. He knows how to get under people's skins. And it's 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 absolutely pretty hilarious. So more importantly, here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, 
not only did the Philadelphia Union win, but the Philadelphia Union clinched their ticket to the Audi MLS Cup playoffs. We are in, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to the playoffs. We talked about the schedule um, yesterday, and the Philadelphia Union will be playing. Now, will they get the one seed? That's what we'll be seeing now. So now for the Union, it's all about seeding. What will they get? And obviously, we'll talk about the latest news because the supporter shield is definitely still in play for the Philadelphia Union, thanks to a result that's going on at the moment. But the more importantly, they punched their ticket in for the playoffs. So now you guys, as Jimmy Boy is buying pizza and beer for the guys in the dressing room, now you guys, if you're if you're of age, of course, if not, go get yourself a pop or something, can celebrate with a beer and pizza. That should be great, man. Playoffs again. Like, do you guys understand what we're watching here? And and I think someone in here in the TikTok mentioned it. Uh, Kanjni, Kanjni said saying that. This is a really talented team that we're watching here in Philly. And seeing the union incrementally get better year after year, it is something special to watch. I never thought that we would see a soccer team this dominant within this league so so quickly. But it is fun to watch. It is fun to be at the top of the soccer world here in America and such a great sports town in Philadelphia. And I just want some more. I want to see some fireworks. I want to see a parade down broad ending in the Chester. And I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. Um, Elijah giving us an update about the do the dogs here tonight, the Glizzies. Shouts to the Glizzies. Uh, couldn't get a dog. Line was too long. Didn't want to miss the game. I expect that. And if I'm the union and it's dollar dog night, I'm putting stands throughout the stadium. Like I would have dudes with the uh with the thing to keep the dogs warm and just have like a hundred of them in their in their thing and then just sell them from there. Do cash, do whatever the this little square thing, you know what I'm talking about. Um that it's it's tough to manage that because obviously you know, the way I play, I get multiple at once. You know, I, I did Dollar Dog Night once, and it was for the Phillies, like, back in 2015, I think it was. And I bought, like, 10 hot dogs. <laughs> I'm not proud of saying that. I, I went up my first trip, I bought five. My second trip, I bought another five. And I was like, boys, that's it. I'm done. I'm drinking beer for the rest of the night. And that's when I made a lot of unhealthy choices for my body. I probably wouldn't be buying 10 hot dogs again and drinking that much beer. I think I drank good amount of beer enough for me not to drive that's for sure but um yeah it's a uh, it is pretty it is pretty funny uh can't believe they won fire more <laughs> why are we firing maury uh have they had three guys with double digits goals this early this they have never um you know typically these this team never has a guy double digit goals until like September, October, and they got three guys with double-digit goals. And Daniel Gazdag's about to break the singles. He he broke it last week. He broke or he tied it, and he broke it. I think in this match, he's he definitely has the most single-season goals in Philadelphia Union history in a single season. It's crazy at the position that he's doing it at as a number ten to be doing that. It's crazy, but that's kind of how the league has been built. Now you kind of need those number tens who can create, can score goals, and do a little bit of everything. Some of the, the best teams, at least the teams that have won over the past couple of years, have had that guy. Tati Castellano is a little bit different because he's so versatile. He can play as a, as a nine. He can play as a 10. He can really do a lot of different things. He can even play as a winger if he really wanted to. Um, and But he was a killer. He was an absolute killer who can create for others and score goals. 
Same thing goes for Lucas Alari on the year prior. Um, who won in 20? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seattle. Are you kidding me? Nick, Nicholas Lodero. And then you had Raul Rudiaz scoring goals. Jordan Morris was back and playing at another level. Um, Lane United had Miguel Almiron and, and Jose Martinez. So that's kind of the trend, guys. You need guys who can score goals and make and create goals. It really is. Uh, Gil, what's going on? How you feeling, man? What's up, Jewish Philadelphia? What's happening, brother? How you feeling, man? All right. I see you guys mentioning it, so we'll talk about it. Let me pull it up first. I don't have that score line yet. So let me let me get back to the main page of MLSsoccer.com. Can we get MLS.com back? I'm sorry to all my real estate agents out there, but come on, man. Let's get MLS back. All right. So at the moment, as we speak, obviously right now, a lot of us should be keeping an eye on LAFC for the rest of the season and Austin too a little bit uh, because we're obviously battling for Supporter Shield with LAFC. At the moment, it's the 85th minute. LAFC is down in Houston, facing off against the Dynamo, and Houston just took the lead 10 minutes ago. Dorsey scores a goal, and it is two to 2-1. Houston on top of LAFC. This is good news. If this, this result stays true, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the Union, excuse me, oof, the Union and LAFC would be tied for the Supporter Shield race. And I can actually pull that up right now. Thanks to MLSsoccer.com. Oh, water's so great. So that is true. So right now, if the result stays true, the Union and LAFC will be tied for the Supporter Shield lead. That's crazy. Austin is right behind Philly and LA with, with 51 points or six points behind. But the Union have a clear opportunity here for Supporter Shield. Are you kidding me? Supporter Shield twice in three years? Now is the, I'm trying to think who's the last team that got more than a than the one trophy in a season? Have we had a team? Was the last team that got the double? Did, didn't uh, Kansas the Kansas City Wizards R.I.P. Didn't they get like the treble back in 2000 or whatever it was? I have to look back at it, but that'd be pretty crazy, man. That's pretty crazy. Can they get the double? Can they get the double? That'd be fun to watch. Um, uh, Raul Rowley. Give me LAFC on the MLS Cup final at Subaru Park right now. I'm going to give you one better. Give me Austin FC in Austin for the MLS Cup final. I got a place to stay in Austin. That's why I'm a little bit biased about that. So I'd like to see Union versus Austin in the MLS Cup final. Um, Kata, do you think uh, Gazag will actually win the MVP? No, I don't think he'll win the MVP. Um, there, it, same thing as the NBA. There's a little bit of bias towards Philadelphia. I, I don't know. People just hate us. Um, but... It's just, it's just, it's just really dumb reasoning. He, he's not the best player on, on our team, but somehow this team has been playing differently and have been the most dominant it's ever been with an attack that's one of the best of all time. And Gazak's leading the team with 17 goals, like no big deal or anything, like with eight assists on top of that, but no big deal, you know. It, it, but you know, I digress with that one. It's such a dumb logic. People, national pundits make no sense. They're, they, they're so hypocritical. But I guess it comes with the territory, and I guess it comes with the paycheck. What's up, Positive Philly? Goddamn is right. W. Throw them W's up on the chat, guys. Throw them W's. Uh, first year I started as a fan. They won the Supporter Shield. Now we about to win the chip. Hopefully, man. Hopefully, your your words into the soccer gods' eyes or ears. Houston up on LAFC. That's right, Kanjani. That's right. L LAFC about to go down. About to go down. All right. 
start going backstage. Let's start bringing some of you guys on. Again, if you guys want to come on in the show, you guys are more than welcome to. Give me your thoughts, comments, questions, and concerns. Throw in the link in the chat. Copy and paste that bad boy. Let's start backstage. Let's start off with our boy Raynell. Welcome on into Union Match oh, Recap. Man. It was a good game for me. Why for you only? Because uh I I my prediction came true three to one. Hey, there you go. Now actually they won four one. Yeah. I got crazy with this score the first goal. Man, right now, soon enough, you'll be able to bet on them, and you'll be able to make money off them. Those and then, predictions. Uh, I saw what Brujo Martinez did. He got a yellow card. I started laughing. It's great, man. It's always fun to watch a Brujo Martinez just getting under people's skin, man. But and then can we all the can you just eliminate the cards? Like, chill down. Like, calm down. You're gonna get another yellow card. Yeah, just calm down, man. Like, well, we, we appreciate you getting skin. You're talking to him. Like, chill yeah. out, please. Please yeah. calm down. <laughs> It is it is pretty funny, man. How about how about how about a uh, Gazak, man? He's look he continues looking really good right now. He did good. Yeah, he did good. All right, he scored right. our first goal. Yeah, that was a good one. That was that was a good first goal, brother. And then in the corner, in that in that corner goal was so good too. I thought yeah. we missed that. Yeah, It's a nice shot. And then how how we got the third goal? Oh my god. I thought Absolute, we missed man. the third goal too. It's fun, man. You ready for playoffs? They're making the, they're in the playoffs now. Uh, just made yeah, the... I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. You ready? Ready for some? I, I want to see the MLS team, the um, the New York team, the club. We want to get our revenge back from the club. Oh, NYCFC. Yeah, I I believe we will. I believe we will. We'll we'll see those guys in the playoffs. It'll be a different story. It should be fun, man. I want to get it back. Yes, sir. We got Red Bull on Saturday. You ready? Yeah, Red Bulls won. One nothing. They did right. Then they then let me uh let me look at that one. And then Barry Bale's team is losing two to one. Yeah, we just talked about that. Houston just got the lead against LAFC. That's always great to see. Um, DC with the upset on NYCFC. LA Galaxy in Toronto is a final. That was a fun one. Two two. Um, that was that that Puig. He's he's freaking lethal, dude. Red Bull win over Montreal. That's a big one. Both of those guys in near the top of the Eastern Conference. And uh, Red Bull with a dub there. Columbus won nothing over Miami. Did Cucho get a goal? But our defense was playing good. Our defense they, they, was good. They started off slow, but they, they definitely picked it up, and I thought they ended with a really solid match for sure, man. We was doing good in, in the first half because we was taking the, the soccer ball. We was getting goals. Yeah, man. Yeah, rough time for Colorado at the moment. After getting killed by us last Saturday, now uh, lost four to one here tonight against uh, Nashville. Oof, not oh, a going man. Bad. That's bad. Not a going man. Should be interesting. All right, right now. Anything else for me? Uh, let's go, Union. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bird's brother. Good game. Good game. I like. I guess it's happening again. 
uh aaron supporter shield race is officially on vamos houston yeah are you are you a houston fan aaron are you a houston fan um actually gazak and Carranza would be tied in on the field goals this season if you eliminate all the pks that's a good point that's a good point to bring up but you know what i'll, I'll take it because goals are goals right so i'll definitely take them but that's a very good point man and they're both been very dangerous and you so much for watching sorry for the technical difficulties here tonight but uh, again the union win four to one a big one